Light beer, dark money. Agree on something. Politics, culture, and the intersection of faith, freedom, and free enterprise. And now, live from the Star Worldwide Network Studios, here are your hosts, Light Beer, Chris Clements, and Dark Money, Sean Noble. Welcome back to another episode of Light Beer, Dark Money. I'm Sean Noble. And I am Chris Clements. And it's documents here, documents there, documents, documents everywhere. everywhere. So oh where do you think they'll gosh. wind up uh, showing up today? Well, and, uh, and let's, let's frame. What are we talking about? Okay. Documents. Well, we know that uh, Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Took some documents. Donald Trump has completely lost his grip on reality, says National Review. Yeah. Um, he took some documents that he shouldn't have had and uh, had them at Mar-a-Lago. And then he said, I'm not going to give them back. And so they had to do a subpoena, they had to do a search, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then lo and behold... It wasn't really what? a search, it was a raid, a raid. in the morning. It was yeah. a, th- that was a little bit overdone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they do that, and then lo and behold, turns out there's some documents in Joe Biden's office, his, the Penn Biden Center, it's a university think tank, it's 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 in an office building in, in the DC. middle of DC, and then an unsecure office building and then in the middle of DC. Further review shows that he's got some in his garage behind his Cadillac, or no, it's Cad- Corvette. Corvette, Corvette, Corvette. And then he's got some even even others in his residence. They didn't say exactly where they were. At least I don't know. And then lo and behold, Mike Pence says, "Oh, uh, ooh, uh, I've got some too. Sorry." It's Which, like, what in the, how is it possible? How many does Bush have, do you think? Uh, how many does Obama have, just blocked from the White House? Yeah. I mean. Boxes and boxes. I saw a funny tweet. Somebody had tweeted that uh, we haven't seen anything yet because Carter's putting classified documents into every Habitat for Humanity house. <laughs> <laughs> I, this, is, this is either nothing it, this and it's a classification issue, or it's a real problem, and or somewhere in between. But what well, I can't we, well, we know is, it's been a problem for sitting presidents because they take things and they they move things to to say in Obama's case for the library that he's trying to build in Chicago, which I don't think still has been approved. You know, a bunch of boxes and boxes and boxes of, of documents were sent to a warehouse there that wasn't really very secure, and that was a big issue with the National Archives. And no one's no one's really spoken about that. Right. Um, I heard the other. I mean, in terms of Donald Trump and Miralago versus Joe Biden, Donald Trump was the sitting president. He could classify or declassify whatever documents he wants. Miralago, from what I understand, to people who have been there, is like going to the White House. You can't. You have to submit your Social Security number, and it's it's a very secure place. Although having it just strewn around the office. Is, is not good policy or right. good practice. Right. The biggest difference here is, I believe, is that Joe Biden has had these documents for the better part of the last 15 years. Well, he's had going, back, going back to when he was, was a United States senator. Yeah. And what's, what's also interesting is people like, um, is many of his Senate colleagues coming out and questioning how in the world could he be, have these documents as a United States senator and getting them out of the, of the Senate, out of the skiff. Because 
my understanding that you only get a, a classified document when you're in the U.S. Senate two ways. One, someone comes into your office with a locked briefcase and hands it to you, and then you hand it back to them, they put it in the briefcase, they walk out. Or you go into the skiff at the bottom of the Capitol and you read these documents and of which you cannot take anything out of. Right. Those are the only two ways. Yeah. I mean, it, so, and then Pence, again, why does he have them? What are, and the other thing is we don't really know what they are. We know there's classified markings on a dozen documents from Pence's residence. We know there's classified markings on, you know, a handful of documents from Biden's residence and then a handful from his, you know, transition on the office he used between being vice president and running for president. But I, I mean, I just like, I, I don't understand and Pence, it's, it looks bad for Pence because in November, he said, I've never done that, and that would be a, a real problem of trust. Mm. Oops. Yeah, why do, you, why do you have them then? Yeah, and why do, you, why do you think he ordered his attorneys to go rummaging through his safe? Well, I, I mean, he, good for him for like— Because he's you know, running for president. Yeah, he's like, oh, and he doesn't want, if there's anything that's out do, there, we He doesn't want anything to be leaked out that he right. does something improper. The so then it, it then raises the question. It, I mean, are there classified documents all over the place? I mean, how many senators have done this? That is a big question. How many House members have done how, this? How easy is it for you to get docs out of the skiff or to have people leave docs? Right. The fact in your that office. I mean, it was one thing and for you for, to take them home. There's one thing for the and leave for, them laying around for this to be an issue with Trump leaving the White House, taking stuff with him. You know, whatever. Not good. Another thing for Biden to be leaving the White House as vice president and taking with him. But then we find out there's documents that were there that, he, that he's had since he's been senator. senator. All of a sudden, things get a little bit different because it's like, wait a minute. There are 435 House members. Well, 434 right now. 500 or 100 Senate members, which means there's 535 people out there plus people who have retired. Hundreds. There could be classified documents all over the place. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I mean, I think, I think for Biden, the, the plot thickens, however, in terms of his dealings and his son's dealings with both Ukraine and China. And I think that's where the rubber is going to meet the road in terms of what these documents are, who's, who's seen them, who's been perusing over them. And, and by the way, his son, Hunter, rented his home that same house yeah. for forty nine thousand nine hundred ten dollars for as he was getting a fifty thousand dollar check from Burisma in Ukraine yeah. every month. So there's a lot. I mean, for the president to say there's no there there, or it turns out there's a lot there. Yeah, and and why aren't you being forthcoming? I mean, number one at about least questions. how they got there, and number two, what they were. Yeah, there's at least questions, and good qu and questions that are fair, fair yeah. questions. Th these aren't like gotcha questions. These are. Legitimate questions. I mean, one of the questions. And meanwhile, I have. her his press secretary is. I mean, if it's not in the binder, she's not going to read it. And then she's referring everyone to the White House Counsel's Office, and it's just not Peter Ducey from Fox News who's hammering her anymore. It's everyone, and yet there's no answers, right, to anything. Well, they can now hide. They're kind of like the special just counsel, you know, shield. I don't know if they're showing her the door or leaving her out the drive, but it's it's pretty sad every day. To even listen to it. Yeah. The, 
Uh, it's 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 a mess. It is a mess. Um, but and it's, and it's not a mess that's going to go away because because of what we said earlier. Okay, President Obama, what do you have? President Bush, what do you have? And everyone's yeah. going to be looking for documents. Well, and then and then, and then what what do we you know what type of safeguards do we need to to employ and enact to make sure this doesn't ever happen? Well, I it think, doesn't matter if you agree with the classification or not. That's irrelevant. It's on the document. Well, that but I think it is. A, I think we do need to have a debate about the classification process. I mean, my guess is that there are things that are marked classified that are absolutely not classified. Well, I think I, that I, there's a little bit of government overreach in the sense of, oh, this is our way to prevent people from seeing stuff. I mean, sure. you can't, if, if, if the press says we want to see this and the government says, well, we'd love to show it to you, but it's classified state secret. Sorry. I mean, if they're doing that with too many documents, then we're not having a transparent process. So it could be that too. Well, in the meantime, the, the, we have uh, documents relating to the assassination of JFK that are still classified. Yeah. Don't get me started. Although and, and, a bunch and came out. And, a bunch came know. out, but there's still a host that probably implicate the CIA that are not still classified. Right. Well, so, they, you saw that in that last release, so the CIA had said that they had no dealings with Lee Harvey Oswald. That is just horse pucky. Well, the, well, the facts don't bear that out. At all. No. At not, all. Not at all. How so, did we get on JFK? Oh, I, you know, it, it always comes back. It's, it's going back to your point about, you know, why are some things classified that really, you know, 50 years later have no bearing? Everyone's dead. What does it matter? And then, and then we have some documents that are sitting in a box in the back, you know, behind a Corvette in, in the middle of Delaware. And what are those? And my, guess, uh, and my guess is that some of those are completely benign. Yeah, they are classified. Yeah. They have a classified marking that is not necessary, yeah. is what I'm saying. I think that we overclassify. Well, and I, I, I think that's the, probably what Trump felt about what was in his office as well. Yeah. I yeah, mean, these I are benign. I've looked at these. A I've, letter from uh, King Young, yeah, whatever. I mean, some of them are, were probably memorabilia. Oh, and by the way, they're in my secure office. What's the big deal? And I'll give them back to you when I feel like it. That, or, or when you come raid me. <laughs> or when you come raid me. But, but the, the interesting part about that is now the Justice Department's hand has been forced with the special counsel, with basically saying, hey, we're, we're coming to your house and we're going to go through everything. And so, again, it's the drip, drip, drip. Yeah. And what we've been talking about on this podcast for the last several weeks is why is this happening now? And it's happening now because the deep state, the deep, deep, deep state has decided they've had enough of Joe Biden. Yeah. This, this will be his last term. And They're they, making sure of it. Yeah. They've had enough. They've had enough of, of how he is interacting both with the Congress, with our allies, with the general public. And there's, as I've said time and time again, there's only so many narcotics you can pump into a man to make him read a teleprompter. Right. And, and it's getting to be too much. For the deep state, there was for the a professional class of Washington. Where is it? I had a. I saw uh, a poll. Here we go. Oh, so this is Democrats uh, in the presidential primary in 
So check this out. In July of 2017, so the year, is that right? No, that can't be right. Must have been July of last year? But anyway, anyway, this month in June or January, uh, a poll for the Democrat primary, Buttigieg is leading Biden 23 to 18. Warren <laughs> has 18. Sanders has 15. Ocasio-Cortez has six. Klobuchar has five. Harris has two. Um, I mean, this is pretty... Pete Buttigieg is the answer to Joe Biden. He's got a five-point lead over Joe Biden, who's tied with Elizabeth Warren among Democrat presidential primary voters. Well, I mean, it's it's so early, it's not even worth recognizing. But we all know who the deep state political class is pushing for right now, and that's Gavin Newsom. Yeah, and, and, that's, and he uh, wasn't just, tested in this, apparently. And, and that's, or he didn't make the cut. That's but Harris at conclusion. two? That's embarrassing. You're the vice well, president of the United States. And you're at two among she, your base. But she is universally panned by both sides of the aisle. Kamala, Kamala, Kam, Kamala. Kama, Kama, Kama. Kama, 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 Kama. Kama, Kama. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a sad state of affairs. And then Pete Buttigieg, um, you know, we did a posting the other day on, on LinkedIn about this, uh, this fair I-10 stretch between Phoenix and, and Casa Grande. They... They didn't give us the grant to widen that that stretch. Now the state is going to have to do it itself, basically, because we didn't have enough bike lanes and 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 pedestrian walkways to satisfy the grant request. Oh, you're kidding! Oh, yeah. Did you read about this? I did it's not. Read un, about this. Unbelievable. And the mayor of Casa Grande, our friend Craig McFarland, who's been on the show, I bet he was pretty unhappy. Um, about that. He had to report it back to the city council that the you know, the the highway administration the department of transportation did not did not go forward with the grant and when he was talking with an aide to our other good friend sarah mark kelly where is mark kelly i don't know where he is yeah yeah <laughs> nobody knows where he is although he was at the border with kirsten so, cinema a couple weeks ago so he says yeah the, it looks like you didn't have enough you know bike lanes and, and pedestrian walkways. And Craig says to him... For that stretch of I-10 is what that, they're talking about? Yeah. The, and says to him, you've got to be kidding me. It's a freeway. There's there's no... How would you do that? You can't You do can't that. put bike lanes on the freeway. So it, it shows how this administration, especially Mayor Pete, they, they want to push things like light rail, bicycles, what anything Walking. but the car. Yep. Anything and like a internal combustion internal part. combustion engine, which is not going away anytime soon. I don't know if you heard this news, but GM is going to be spending about a billion dollars on a new V8 factory in Michigan. Are they? You know why? Because <laughs> they can count. Yeah. Because they know, they know that, that the electric it. cars that they build for North Dakota don't go very far this time of year. And it's going yeah. to take several decades before... We reach that point. Well, especially because of the charging. I mean, they have they have a charging station problem. Well, they have a charging station problem. They have a charging uh, velocity problem, and they've got a battery storage a, a, problem. A battery storage problem, which is not going to be answered anytime soon. And guess what? All those cowboys 
and cowgirls in flyover America want their V8 trucks. Yeah. They're, they're not buying electric cars. They're buying their, their big gas-guzzling V8, 6.2-liter GMC Ford, massive Although amounts of... I've, I've put myself on the wait list for both the Ford F-150 Lightning and the Tesla well, hopefully, Cybertruck. Hopefully, it won't take a week to charge like the Hummer. Yeah. Well, we're going to find out which one, because I'm on the wait list for both, and I... They both have said, oh, we're going to start production in 2023. Well, F, the F-150 Lightning has started production, but I didn't make the cut this last year. We'll see if I make the cut this year. I mean, I can't afford to get both, so we're just going to have to You're gonna, see who comes first. Well, don't try to tow anything behind the Ford Lightning, especially a boat, because you'll only go about 80 miles, <laughs> right. and then you're going to be stuck on the way to Saguaro Lake thinking, where do I find well, a charging station? at least on station? the way back. Or maybe <laughs> on the way back. But that's a true story. Uh, there's been people who have tested the towing capabilities of the Lightning and, and with, with the max towing capacity rated behind that vehicle. And guess what? 80 yeah, miles, go 70 miles. Yeah. So the death of the internal combustion engine has been greatly exaggerated for the things that people enjoy doing. And, and kudos to GM if they can find a more fuel-efficient, uh, faster, fuel-efficient, more powerful V8, great. There'll be a market for it. Yeah. And that's the whole point. The market needs to decide. Right, right. How do we get on this? I have no idea. I know, but, but that's why we call it ranting. Oh, we got it. We got on this because Buttigieg is beating Biden. Yeah, Buttigieg <laughs> is beating Biden, and Buttigieg is ruining our Arizona, our Arizona with his, his lack of attention to I-10. Because there's not enough bike lanes. And I'm so and glad I don't need ways. to make that drive anymore. For those of you who have to, I just, I feel for you. We're sorry. Because if there's an accident on that stretch, you're done. It's yeah, over. It's, you're going to be there for three hours. And the federal government doesn't want to do anything. Thankfully, we've got some state representatives and guys like Eli Crane and uh, Juan Siscomani who are going to try to fix this on yeah. the federal level. Well, There's, we know that. Uh, we know that, that. Well, the governor approved. A Mark big Kelly chunk of won't funding. do anything. Governor Ducey last year approved a big chunk of funding. It was a big chunk of money. They were hoping that the, the federal, oh, the federal was gonna would match, match it. That. Got it. Got it. So they needed the matching funds. So Speaking, right now the big debate at the legislature is, I mean, do we do it ourselves? Right. Because it has to get done. Well, and, and we'll get into this more as we get through the session, but uh, there's been a little bit of a tumultuous start between uh, Governor Hobbs and the Republican legislature. Shocking, I, I know. Um, there was a tumultuous start just from the inauguration. Yeah. Uh, so there were some people who weren't invited that should have been invited, <laughs> like the Supreme Court, I, I heard. And Oh, really? Oh, yeah. yeah. There's all sorts of like little snafus I heard about after the fact that, uh, that are just, it, it's just about protocol. Nothing, nothing earth shattering or policy you know, driven. It's policy driven, just protocol. Yeah. Well, you know, the Democrats haven't had the governorship for a long time, so well, they kind of forgot. But then, and then most of the appointees are going to probably be in limbo for a while. They are, they're all coming from nonprofits. None of them have any executive experience. And I think you're going to see most of them slow walked through the legislature, if not voted on. I think she's got a head. She's, she's, she's in the headwinds on some of these appointees to departments. I mean, have you read, I mean, it's, they're all from the nonprofit world. Well, there's, there was like the land department, it's somebody coming from somewhere in California. Is that right? I didn't. Uh, no, I have to look. look at the list, but I wasn't impressed. Yeah. I, 
I don't understand why we've got plenty of qualified people for state trust lands in Arizona. Yeah, That's a very unique. I mean, really only Arizona, New Mexico can, it would you have the experience of the type of, you know, the strictures around state trust lands Yeah, and how they, how they function and how you can be disposed of and managed. Um, California ain't the place to do that. No, you know it's not. That's not the not, model to use. No, California so. is a mess. But they don't have any idea. Like, whatever. It's it'll be interesting. So but we'll the get into. They're they're, they're going to be sending her. I think I read it on um, Capital Times. Just a, a clean budget. See what she does. Capping last year's numbers. Yeah. Capping last year's numbers. See what she does. She'll veto it. Yeah. And then and then the the, so then the grab the popcorn. Yeah. I mean, look. It's divided government. It's going to be in- interesting. It's going to be frustrating. It's going to be challenging. It's going to be fun to watch. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> fun to talk about. So more of that to come. You know, maybe she'll come on the show. Because didn't you go to her inauguration? I went to the inauguration, yes. Yeah, they do, the, well, the inaugural the ball, party. I didn't go ball. to the inauguration itself. I was out of town. but I went And they, to, and uh, they let the you party. in? They let me in. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, well, the other big news I is... I probably was the most conservative person there. Oh, I, would, I would, wouldn't, wouldn't doubt I wasn't it. the only Republican. There were a lot of Republicans. <laughs> well, that's a whole other story. <laughs> there are a lot of Republicans, but not one conservative. Not many. There are a couple. Yeah. There are a couple. Yeah. Hey, we have somebody uh, running for the United States Senate. They announced this week. You hear see that? You, were you there? No. Gallego? Oh, Gallego. Yeah. He did it. He's done he's, it. He's done it. All right. Well. Against Kirsten Cinema, And she has not really announced. She hasn't announced running. anything. Stanton has announced he's not running. So I, at this and point. And Kelly Cooper has announced he's running. He's running. <laughs> it's it's la la loony land here in Arizona. Um, I don't think. At this point, I don't think Gallego gets a strong challenge. And it's yet to be seen what happens in Arizona if Carrie Lake gives up on trying to get installed as governor to run for Senate <laughs> or, you know, does she defer to Mark Lamb because they had some kind of a deal? Uh, does Kelly Ward run? Oh, my. Does Karen Robeson run? I've heard about that. Uh, well, Juan's been mentioned. So. Juan has been mentioned mm-hmm. already? You know, just got elected. A, yeah, I, I know. It's, I think people just see a competitive district that he won, and they think, "Oh, yeah." Be, I mean, he'd be a fine candidate. You know, nothing, think, nothing against Juan, and I think there will be a time for that. But we really need someone with some grassroots and 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 a presence here in Maricopa County, where people know them, they like their, they have high likability. And they can run a good race. Well, it needs to be somebody that's not MAGA, because if but it's just something that's not MAGA, but who can speak to MAGA, who can go to yeah. MAGA and be like, "Hey, listen, here's what I where we agree, or here's what I want to do." Because but then can go to the chamber and say, "Here's what I want to do." Right. If this becomes a third, a third, and a third, cinema could squeeze absolutely, this. absolutely. So, when you're only appealing to you know twenty twenty five percent of the electorate consistently, you're going to lose every single time. Yep, and that's why Carrie Lake lost. That is correct, because she was saying to Republicans, "I don't want your vote." Well, it's not just that, but even just a you would consider the business community at large, the chambers, you know, as center right generally, 
and yeah, she gave the the big middle finger to all of them. Yeah, and that just doesn't work. Nope, doesn't work. It doesn't you, work. You, you know, <laughs> politics is math, as as our friend David Schweikers uh, often say. It's math. You got to know how to count, and if you can count, well, and it is all a, the people you need to get elected and target those folks and bring them into the fold and give and them lots the of love and support. It's math of addition, yes, not of addition, not subtraction. <laughs> all right, well, folks, we could keep ranting. We'll this keep was ranting. Good. We will be back, Robin. Thanks for week. letting us go over time. Yeah. <laughs> Have a great, have a great weekend, everybody. All right, God bless. Take care.